Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm Ifiolua Abigunde. Glory to the name of God for another privilege is granting you and I. Do not forget, Light and Life is a platform where you can have the summary of the Nigerian Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. And to the glory of God, 28th January 2024 is another Sunday. Throughout the month of January, we've been taking focus on learning of faith. And then, as believer, what more do you need to learn? How best do you need to grow on this issue of faith? The Lord is bringing this to you and I again to pick from. And that leads us to the topic we have for Sunday, which is using our unique gifts. As people growing in the Lord, or people in faith, how are we to use our unique gift this is what the lord wants us to learn again about faith and this is taken from the book of romans chapter 12 verse 3 to 8. our introduction for the lesson comes in this way as i'm simply presenting it to us naturally human beings have the tendency to always see to ensure that they are presented or expressed or defined even themselves displayed so importantly than others but then, is this how it's supposed to be even within the church? Is this the way at which God sees it? And is that how he expects of us? This is leading us to the lesson with the concern of while do we find some people in the church not committed? Is it because they don't have what to do or they have not even come to know that they are grace and they have the capacity also by the gifting of God upon their life to do some things? And why do we also see some people who tends to be proud or considering themselves as more spiritual than others. This is why the lesson is coming, even for us within the body of Christ. And therefore, the lesson is leading us to the concern of the importance of uh, spiritual gifts. But before then, the real focus is on how to be humble in our service, how to humbly serve in the body of Christ. And therefore, we'll be taking that concern of the importance of spiritual gifts and the use of the spiritual gifts. These are the areas to our study on learning today also. And I pray that the Lord will grant us grace of all that we need towards the use of our spiritual gifts in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly to our golden text, which is taken from the book of Romans chapter 12, verse 6a, it reads, we have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus, because you are all time ready to open up your word to our heart. We pray that this be so again today, that we may be doer of your word and not alone the error in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. The first part of the lesson is humility in service. Please read Romans chapter 12, verse 3 to 5. Paul is the one admonishing the church in Rome to time. But then, it is to us of this present time in Nigeria or any part of the world where you are listening. And the concern of God is uh, to encourage us on the issue of humble service in the body of Christ. How can we humbly serve in the body of Christ? The first admonition Paul was putting forth is, if we read from verse 1 to 2, we see that he was saying that we have to ensure that we get our, our 
our our a renewing of our mind we ensure that we are not living in conformity to the things of to the way of the world and then how can we by renewing of our heart but beyond then when we are now saying that we are no longer living according to the way of the lord what and then we are saying that we are being renewed a proof that we are also well renewed is in our humble service and that is why he's bringing this concern we cannot demonstrate faith that I'm a believer or I'm a child of God in the body of Christ when we have not come to understand what it means to humbly serve others or to display or to reveal our life in the nature of humility, just as Christ have it. And that is where this encouragement is coming from. And it's leading us to the concern, how can we now humbly serve in the body of Christ? We have to consider that we are, we are not to be proud. Be not proud or think of yourself more highly than others. These are what Paul is bringing to the concern. And he's also bringing the concern of do not think of yourself with sober judgment, you know. He says we should think of ourselves, I beg your pardon, with sober judgment, ensuring that we walk by measure of faith we have received from God. <clears throat> As Paul is bringing this, he's bringing it to us, even in this present time, to make us understand that whenever we are saying we are serving in the church of God, or we are about to serve, whether we are serving already or we are about to serve, it has to be done humbly and how it's by ensuring that we are not proud. There is nothing about the kind of gift we have or what we do that is so special that should make us proud or begin to make us see ourselves more important than others. And what is the implication? The implication for this is the fact that the power to be humble comes from God. And that is why he's bringing this encouragement that by the natural nature, by the, by the nature of human in the natural sense, human being can easily get to, to be puffed off or even get to puff himself up. We can get to always look out to see that we are treated importantly or we are seen as the most important person. We want to exalt ourselves. We want to be known. We want to be seen. We want to be appreciated and celebrated. But the word of God is saying that as men and women of faith who will really walk this path with God, there is a need for us to be humble because God has the power to humble anyone. He has the power to see that those who are his own dealt with, walk with him in humility. If the Lord Jesus Christ can do that, how much more we? is follower, then we really have to show it if we are not a bastard. I pray the Lord help us. Don't mind that usage of word. But then we have to resemble our father if truly we are his. Then it leads us on to another implication. The implication is that we should, for no reason, you know, it shouldn't, anything we do in the church of God shouldn't be based on a superior attitude, seeing ourselves as, oh, we are the one, ah, without me, or if I don't do this, this is it and all that I have to be reckoned with or they have to plead, plead with me or uh, I will show them that, uh, you know, holding even the church of God in ransom. At times, people have carelessly do all of this. The word of God is coming today that it shouldn't be of self-promotion when we are to serve in the church. It shouldn't be of, you know, self-aggrandizement. It's not about that. It shouldn't be of that. You want to make an increase of yourself or highly place yourself. No, but rather it must be when we are using our spiritual gifts, it must be to build up ourselves 
in the Lord. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So God has given greater measure of faith to some than others. And God did not make mistake in doing this. He makes it that by grace, by capacity, some people are gifted, not even to one gift. They might have opportunity for two, three gifts, spiritual gifts. And even in discharge, grace is given so higher than other. But then God is saying, no matter how in number or in height, this spiritual gift you might have been able to have, you have to still humble yourself and think others highly than yourself. And this is what the world is saying. So we shouldn't claim superiority over others about it. But in all, what matters is that the use of the gift must be in humility, must be for the service of God, and for the purpose of building the body of Christ. And that should be the driving force. That should be what is keeping us going. Understanding this will also guide us against all that we have said earlier. It will guide us against self-exhortation. It will guide us from seeking our own interest, you know, credit for ourselves that I'm the one doing this or I'm the one that can do this. It will also save us from that word, self-aggrandizement. And that is what all this is all about. So hence, we are one body in Christ. And if we are one body, no matter the different parts that we may have, the whole essence is to see that we work together as different parts. We work together for the good of the body, which is the church, as we're talking about. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Aside these gifts, the spiritual gifts, other things that sometimes makes people, you know, feel so much important or want to see themselves highly than others, is position. To some, it's not about spiritual gifts. It's also happening to believers. Some believers are freaked and really, really, you know, they find it so of high concern if they are having privilege for a position that they are holding to time. They tend to see themselves much more important. This should not be for us as Christians. This must not be found with us. Whatever it is must be expressed in humility. For some status, Status here could be by your wealth, you know, the kind of influence you have, the resources you have, whether you are literate, you are educated, you you know, in all that, it could be by the connection you have, the qualification you have. But God is saying, even when you as his own children are privileged for all of this, we have to ensure that it is expressed in humility. I pray that the grace of the Lord will be given unto us in Jesus' name. Amen. And how can we best promote unity in the body of Christ? We have to stay humble. And we have to understand that we are one body, although different parts. And we cannot function alone. As just hand cannot function without being attached to the body. As such as the leg cannot function without being attached to the body. Same is your you saying you have a gift, you have one opportunity better than others, and you think that on your own or by your own self-glory or grace, you can be whatever you want to be. No, it cannot. And that is leading us to the second part of the lesson, purpose of spiritual gifts. Let us take the book of Romans, chapter 12, where we are reading from verse 6 to 8, and that is where that is drawn from. Precisely from that verse 6, the encouragement came so clearly, and the concern is that the gift must be used cheerfully. It has to be 
it has to be used for the cause at which it has been set. And for what reason is this gift released unto us? It is for the service of God. It is for the service of God. And it has to be according to the grace which each and every one of us has received. So who is the giver of this grace? Is God. The giver of gifts is God. So if he has given us in the proportion at which he has released unto us, then we have to use it for what purpose? The service of God, the one who has given us. So it is not for our own interest. Just as the first lesson has been able to establish, it is not to exhort ourselves, but rather to exhort him within the body of Christ, to exhort him as he will want to do part time to whatever situation and wherever to time. I pray the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Also, the purpose of the spiritual gift is also to prepare God's people for works of service in order to build the church. You know, there are a lot of things to get to do in the church. There are a lot of things divinely that the Lord will need us to achieve, you know, in different areas, as even stated from this particular book where we are reading for. We see the concern of whether it be you are prophesying, whether you are serving, whether you are teaching, you are encouraging, you are contributing to needs, whether you are leading, you are showing or mercy, whatever it is that God has extended in grace for you, that you know you are unique at doing. And this is not just about you. This is something so much more beyond you. It is God input. It is God grace and potential added unto us. And he's saying, when all of this is given, the purpose is for work of service in the church to build the body of Christ. And this we also have to know. Beyond all of these seven gifts that were raised here, we can check up other gifts as indicated in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 and 1 Corinthians 12, 4 to 11. We see the other gift that God can give. And this is bringing the concern that if you feel like being in the church, uh, you have not been committed, check it. The Lord is releasing grace to as many who are genuinely his own children. He enabled them with the Spirit. And by the, the presence of the Spirit of God, gifts are portioned to the children of God to serve according to the leading of God that is with them through his Spirit. So you cannot say you don't have anything within you added to you. Search through. If you have been really born again as a child of God, you will see uniquely. That, that God is placing in you, that you find yourself doing, it is not of your strength. It is not by your power. And then he's saying, I am the one at it. And then use it. Rise, begin to walk it. Walk on it. You know, show it. This, the, reveal it. It's not a matter of display. Reveal it in, in expression as he's granting you grace to time. I pray the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Therefore, what this part is bringing to us, after we've come to understand the purpose of spiritual gifts, is the fact that believers, we have to also identify, like I have said, identify the one you have, properly use that gift to glorify God. And as well, service is expected to be performed. You cannot just sit. You can't have a gift and say you are folding your hands. The essence of it is for you to use it. So use it. And you have to serve in joy, not in grumbling. <laughs> Not in grumbling, not by holding a church of children of God to ransom, saying that if they don't see me or if I don't do it and I will see how they will. 
No, it has to be done in humility and in cheerfulness. And this is the mind of God. So no one should become proud. Neither should you look down on others. And what is a matter to us is that we are all put, put together in the church of God. And we are enabled with gifts individually that these gifts can be harmonized together for the proper functioning of a church. And when we do so, the name of the Lord will be exalted and there will be progress within us. And this is what this lesson is bringing to us, that as men and women of faith, let us uniquely identify gifts that God has given unto us and let's properly put to use in humility. So it is important and it is needed for growth for the body of Christ. Don't slack. Don't, don't sit back. Ensure you properly put your gift to use. And I pray that as we are doing this in humility, the body of Christ will grow and the name of the Lord will be exalted all over in the name of Jesus. We've come to the end of the lesson. I want us to believe that God has deposited himself uniquely into every one of us. Let's identify and let's continue to work stronger in humility for the glory of the name of the Lord. I pray the Lord help us in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone. It is well with us. Amen.